You are listening to the Mom and Dad Podcast. A podcast about balance, growth, and navigating through your 20s and 30s. Okay, welcome back to the Mom and Dad Podcast. Today we are talking about gratitude. It's one of those ones that you could feel like this is too simplistic I could learn about this one time in my life and be good for the rest of my life on mm-hmm. it. But it's it's so interesting that every time I go back and study more about it, I learn something new. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the sign of a truly important attribute to attain is that it seems really easy at first. And then you realize it's this gold mine of like personal development and, and World slow, peace. steady building and acquiring like it's like it requires true mastery to like continually go back to it and learn and learn and learn even Mm -hmm. though it seems really simple at first and just the benefits that it can have for yourself and for the world Mm -hmm. yeah gratitude can be so much more than just writing down what you're grateful for Mm -hmm. like that that is is a a good good, place to start (laughs) that is a good place to start and to practice yeah i mean we talk we talk about gratitude from a perspective that I've never really looked at it from, Mm -hmm. which I get really excited whenever I find a new angle to these things. So yeah, it's, I think you'll find that that gratitude is so power. It's like such a powerful tool to be able to be happy regardless of circumstance. And I think that we live in a world that's so focused on my happiness is determined by my circumstance, which just isn't true. Mm-hmm. And I think that gratitude is the fuel that allows you to, to achieve that. Right. So we don't want to give the whole episode away, but we hope you guys enjoy it and let's get into it. When did you realize gratitude was a powerful tool for happiness? I think at one point I started keeping a gratitude journal because of a, a teacher at in one of my church classes. It's called Institute. And he, he encouraged us to just write down everything. Like at the end of the day, you would just go through your day and write down everything that you were grateful for. And I did that for, I don't know, probably like a month or two. And I, I started to notice how much I had, which helped me to stop getting caught in the trap that I think is easy to get caught in, which is looking for all the things that we don't have. But that that was probably the first time. And I was probably, I think, 18 or 19. Do you, do you have like a, a time where you noticed that gratitude was a helpful tool? I don't do this every time, but I notice that when I am in a bad state mm-hmm. and I'm just like really negative, that when I remind myself of the things that I have then I it does change my attitude a bit Mm -hmm. which I don't do that every time but when I do do that it does help like I've seen you know like those five minute journals Mm -hmm. the one that I have yeah (laughs) um yeah what was in my journal I remember I hadn't like I hadn't wrote wrote in it Written. written i hadn't written in it in like a year and oh we should grab it because i feel like it's kind of funny what i wrote 
Okay. Actually, Justin went and got my journal and, and it actually wasn't that funny. It's actually kind of sad. <laughs> yeah, um, but we're not going to go there. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we're just going to stay grateful and positive. <laughs> grateful. But yeah, so these five minute journals, I, I want to experiment with it more starting off my day and ending my day with this because I really believe starting your day on like a certain in a certain state of and what a perfect state like a state of gratitude Mm -hmm. that has to just like ripple throughout your day Mm. the gratitude yeah so that's like an exercise but has have I seen it like work in my life not necessarily this journal because I haven't <laughs> experimented with it enough, but I want to. Um, I think when I think of gratitude or like go about gratitude, it's just, it's something that just, it's just a daily thought. You know, like if I experience something, I just say I'm grateful for it. Like I, and I think I get this from my mom because I remember every time she would walk into our house when it was summertime or when it was like hot out every time she would walk in and she would say I'm so grateful for AC she would always say that and I feel like that's just kind of like stuck with me of like oh I recognize something that I'm that I have and that I'm I'm grateful to have and I I just recognize it and Mm -hmm. I state that I'm grateful for it Mm -hmm. yeah I think that's important to say out loud or write down because then it makes it real whereas you it's like it cements in your brain you're like you know i am grateful for this yeah whether you i i think just saying it in your mind is okay too Mm -hmm. because you're you're just recognizing that you're grateful Mm -hmm. um i think a matter of like reflection like going through this five minute journal of like the 10 entries i've done it shows just having a documentation of gratitude it's cool to look back on and it can almost remind you in the moment of wow I do have more than I think I do especially in times of when I'm really down yeah because I think we're wired to feel like we don't have enough and that if we're we're not consciously reminding ourselves of all the things we do have we're just our minds are focused And it might be because we evolved from like hunter gatherers and we were always looking for food or, you know, shelter or not to be eaten by some lion, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So we were always like looking for the negative and we just have been, our minds have sort of evolved or been sort of conditioned that way where we need to step back and, and intentionally focus on the good and the things that we do have instead of always looking for what we lack. Mm -hmm. Um, But I, there's there's a TED talk that I really like where um can I say something about that really quick yeah go ahead where you're saying like we're deprived we live in a state of scarcity if we are not feeling grateful because if if we are grateful we live in a state of abundance like Mm -hmm. there's there's so much out there for me and there's so much that I have instead of I lack so much yeah you know so but what was the TED talk you were going to talk about? It was, it's called the power of positive psychology, something like that. I don't remember. I have to, I'll have to put it in the description or whatnot. But the topic was positive psychology, and this it's this new field that's come out in like the last twenty years, 
And I think we've referenced it before, but he says, when you actively write down things that you're grateful for, it rewires your brain to look for the positive instead of the negative. Whereas most of everything else in our lives that's sort of, uh, not nonchalantly, but um, passively thrown at us that we don't really have to go out of our way to find is training our minds to do the exact opposite. Like the news or social media or it's all training. It it makes, like he says, when you look at the news, it's almost all negative and it's very little positive because the news, like only negative news sells. And so it trains your mind to think that's the accurate ratio of negative to positive in the world. And it makes the world feel like an overwhelmingly negative place, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And so he says, that's obviously not an accurate ratio of negative to positive. And so re what you need to rewire your brain, like part of the importance of gratitude is that it helps you sort of write that ratio. So you're saying if you are an avid watcher of the news, Mm -hmm. okay, then your brain becomes wired to thinking. Yeah. Or news or social media, but specifically the example he used was the news because the news is almost all negative and very little positive. And Mm -hmm. so it, it caught, if you absorb it every day, it causes your brain to feel like, okay, this is the amount of negative in the world and this is the amount of positive. Mm-hmm. And, and it's a totally skewed ratio. And so the art of writing things that you're grateful for helps you to scan the world for things that you're positive for and realize, basically write that ratio in your mind mm-hmm. and, and realize what the actual ratio of negative to positive is in the world, which oh. I thought was a cool, cool point. Yeah. So another lesson that that really helped me to become I think more grateful was I I did an activity a couple years back where I decided to write a letter once a day one letter a day for a year to someone from high school or elementary school or, or you know church or family or whatnot and it was it was a tough experience like it 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 took some perseverance, but I'm really, really happy that I did it because it made me so grateful for all of the relationships that I've gained over the years. And I was able with every one of those 365 letters that I wrote to think of things about that person that have helped me in my life. And I, I think we take for granted the relationships that we have and the interactions that we have for people, but actually taking the time to write out for you know everyone that I could think of. And I think they say that you can only really hold like 250 acquaintances slash friends in your mind at, at any given point in time before your mind kicks you know the extras out. And so 365 is like a pretty good smattering of my, my friend, like my acquaintances slash friends slash family. And it was, it was something that I was just amazed that I could think of something impactful that each one of those people had contributed to my life and be able to thank them for it. Um, and so that was a really cool experience. I, I highly recommend it if you, if you are, have the time. if you're <laughs> dedicated in that way. Yeah. It, it takes, it takes some one time super, one of the most embarrassing experiences of my life during this whole endeavor, I was like, man, there's like 60 people whose addresses I don't have. And it's going to take me forever to write them all one by one. And so I didn't understand at the time how Facebook's bulk messaging feature works. 
I thought it was you select all the people you want a message to go to and it will send them all an individual message, but it made a group of 60, 60 people who have like nothing in common. Like most of them did not know each other. And I made this huge group and all I wrote in it was, cause I had to make it generic. I was like, hi, can I have your address? I want to send you something. <laughs> so it's like super scammy it, sounding. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone was like, the, he's been hacked get out of here you like, should have just pretended like you were hacked because I that is so embarrassing but one of my 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 mission companions was like he messaged me privately like dude i think your account got hacked you just sent a sketchy message to like 60 people it's like no that was me i was an idiot i thought it was going one by one i just need le- letters and i explained the whole thing um, and then he jumped into that whole group and he's oh like, gosh. hey, guys, it's the real benefit. <laughs> <laughs> he just made a mistake. Um, I would recommend messaging him privately if you want to send him your address. He's got a really cool activity that he's doing. So like tried to vouch for me, but the damage had been done. <laughs> like it was so embarrassing. And then there were a couple people that I like reached out to personally. I was like, hey, I'm sorry about that. Like this is what happened. Do you mind? Like I already wrote you a letter. Like I'd really like to send it to you. And they're like, that's okay. Like like people who I knew pretty well and they were like sketched out. And so like, I never quite got over that. They wouldn't send you their address. They wouldn't. I was like, can I just like take a picture of it and send it to you? Like it took me a while to write. Like, and I really want to tell you these things. And they're like, yeah, that's fine. But they were like really, really turned off to me and so i was like this totally backfired i did this to like show people how much i appreciate them and now they just think i'm some creep and i was like the world doesn't always work out the way you want it to even if you're trying to do good but in the end you know it worked out for the most part oh my gosh so in researching for this this topic i i felt i honestly felt like i was like there's how much more can you find out about gratitude, right? Like the, I'm not going to find anything that's going to be, you know, like groundbreaking or really helpful because it's like gratitude is such a simple topic, concept. right? It's a simple concept. Um, but I found one that I really, really, really like, and I highly recommend it. Um, it's by, I don't even know what he, I think he's just a philosopher. I don't, I honestly don't know what he does. Um, but his name is David Steindl Rost and he gave some really, really interesting points on gratitude and what what it is, first off, which I don't think I've, I've really thought through before. And he says, gratitude is a combination of finding something that you deeply, deeply value and realizing that it's freely given. And so he said, think about something like, and basically the the thing that he said that you can always be grateful for, because you can't be grateful for everything, right? You can't be grateful for tragedies all the time. Um, but he said, the thing that you can always deeply, deeply value and realize is freely given is the present moment. It was like, if we didn't have this present moment, we wouldn't have any opportunity. And he said, opportunity is always the gift within he said opportunity is the gift within the gift so with within every moment there's an opportunity to do something and i just thought about that i was like he's like you didn't do anything to earn this moment like you didn't do anything to earn this this moment when you get to breathe and you get to be on earth and even if this moment happens to contain some sort of like terrible tragedy you the opportunity that you have is 
to make something of that. And if you can focus on the opportunity within the moment and that it's freely given and that it's, you know, it, it's something that you can deeply value for the potential that it has, then you can be grateful in good times and bad. Which I thought was a really, a really interesting way of thinking about it. Um, does that change the way you view gratitude or does that, does that spark anything in your mind? Yeah, because... In moments of hardship, when gratitude is hard to find, I think that just like makes it really simple and it just changes your perspective. But it's just like, I don't know, it's such a hard thing because you can't just like tell someone, hey, you can be grateful in this moment, Mm -hmm. even though it's hard. So one thing that helped me to wrap my head around it is our former pastor, his name is Bishop Lindsay. He would always say, instead of problems, whenever he was talking about, he's like, you know, so-and-so is going through this problem. He would never use the word problem. He would say going through this opportunity. And I think that's such, that, that's kind of getting at the root of this, where it's like you're going through an opportunity or you're having Instead of you're having an issue, he would always say, so-and-so is struggling with this issue. He would say, so-and-so is having this opportunity. Yeah, and it's that perspective change. Because I was, I always forget where I hear it or like where I read it. But um, I don't know where where I heard it. But it was it or who or whatever it was talking (laughs) about. Instead of like saying, oh, I have it in my notes. I think it was from a podcast. Here's another example of changing that perspective. Mm -hmm. Say you're working on something like a project or like a a business or something like that. I'm not sacrificing my time. I'm investing my time. Mm -hmm. You know, like that's just, it's just a way of changing your perspective on a situation and almost manipulating your mind Mm -hmm. to think it's something positive and in the long run or in the short term, like you have a more positive result. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's what gratitude is. It's like, it's the mechanism by which we change our perspective and we get a better perspective. And another thing that he said in the talk was most of the time, the opportunities within these moments are for us to enjoy life. He's like far more than we realize the opportunities contained in each of these moments of life are to enjoy life but we miss it because we're rushing through we're always trying to get to the next thing instead of taking moments and and enjoying the opportunities within each moment and so i just i i found it like a really groundbreaking way to think about gratitude because the way that i've always looked at gratitude is like man, I have to think about something that I'm grateful for. And what if there's nothing right now? Like, what if there's nothing to be positive about right now? But he's like, sometimes, you know, it's it's, most of the time it's about an opportunity to enjoy life. He said, sometimes it's an opportunity to do something difficult, but it's still an opportunity. And he's like, the, those who take those opportunities are the people that we look up to. So if you think about people who like rise to the occasion or take an opportunity or make an opportunity out of of a difficult moment, like those are probably the people in your life that you admire most. But the other cool thing that he said about that was like, 
those who take the opportunity are the ones we look up to, but those who don't take the opportunity get another opportunity with the next moment or the next moments that pass. Like there's always going to be another opportunity as long as we have moments that we're alive. He's like, that's the, the best thing about life is that you never really lose if you keep looking for the new opportunities, mm-hmm. um, whether it's to enjoy life or to do something difficult. I mean, I just, I just love that, that imagery of like those who take advantage, we look up to those who don't get another opportunity. Have you ever known someone that's lived like that you've, you've seen that emulates this really well? So an example that popped up into my head was this girl, her name is Coco Berthman and she was trafficked as a child. Mm Mm-hmm by her own parents and she has taken that trial in her life and she has used it to educate people and something that at least like as I see on her Instagram it seems that she still struggles with today but she still uses her voice as a way to tell people sharing her experience going back and I'm sure reliving it as she tells it just to help other people. Mm -hmm. So that's an example that comes to my mind. Yeah. Yeah. One that comes to my mind is uh, Victor Frankl. He was in, I don't remember which concentration camp he was in, but he, he wrote from concentration concentration camps and eventually made it through and and wrote a book called Man's Search for for Meaning, I think it's called. But one of his quotes that's fairly, fairly well known, it says, everything can be taken from a man except for, and I'm going to butcher the quote, but it's, I'm paraphrasing, everything can be taken from a man, but this one last freedom, his right to choose his own, choose his attitude in any situation. And I think that that, like someone going through, something, you know, terrible, if they can learn the art of gratitude, like that's, I think like that's the best protection that we have against tragedy. When you have gone through something difficult, have you, have you used gratitude or have you, have you seen yourself benefit from that situation because you changed your mindset? So we, we had someone, uh, come on and speak to our company and they routinely bring people on that are inspirational and his name was Anthony Ferraro and he was a blind high school and collegiate wrestler obviously not an easy thing to do but he's ending up going to the Olympics for judo and something that he said was he, he lost his brother and his brother was like a huge mentor to him and he said you know tragedy is going to come like thing hard things are going to come and take your time like take a day a week a month to to deal with it but don't give it your whole life like he's like he's like give it a time that you're going to deal with it and then get over it like then choose to get out of bed make your bed go do something else and just start and it'll sort of make this ripple effect and i thought that was interesting because he he at the end of the the talk one of his quotes is the only disability is a bad attitude. And I think it's okay to not be 
perfect in moments when things are hard and to be like, man, I should be more grateful right now, even though I'm going through this trial or this thing that's hard. It's okay to, to not be perfect at it in the moment, but you need at some point to say, okay, I've had my moment. I felt what I need to feel. Now I need to, to get back on the train or, you know, get back on the horse. And I think that's when you start working on gratitude again and gratitude kind of brings you back, at least in my experience. And again, I've never gone through anything terribly traumatic, but for me, that's how it's normally worked where sometimes it's just hard in the moment and that's okay. So speaking of that, the coming back to that Ted talk, he has a simple method for becoming more grateful moment by moment. And I think it's, it's, I think it's a lifetime pursuit, but it's a very simple method. It's just, he says, stop, look, and go. And with the stop portion, he's like, we rush through our lives and we miss the opportunities to just get quiet. And so he said, we need to build stop signs into our lives. Because if we don't have, have moments of reflection, like we talked about at the beginning, moments to, to build those stop signs when we just purposefully step away from all the noise and we, th- we give ourselves a moment to think, we're just going to rush past all of the, these opportunities to be grateful or these opportunities to, to do something or to, to notice something or a different direction. I mean, so that was number one, which I thought was really cool. We, he says, we need to put stop signs in our lives. And then the next one was look, which obviously just means, you know, look for the opportunities. Um, and so reflecting and then go. And he said that the interesting thing about the go portion of the formula is he said, whenever we stop and look for the things, those opportunities in our lives to be grateful, the opportunities almost inevitably, almost invariably invite us to do something. It's like if we stop, and I think that might be why people don't stop and reflect and on some things they're grateful for more is because it, it might cause them to have to do something uncomfortable or do something difficult. But invariably, if we stop and we look for things that we're grateful for, it always leads us to action, which I thought was cool where it's not just like this, you know, this, this ethereal floating warm and fuzzy feeling. Where it's it like, seems it's like practical. nothing's getting done. Yeah. It's like, well, why am I going to think about it when I'm just going to think about it? And that's it. You know, mm-hmm. it seems like pointless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. He said it, it'll give us a moment to, if we stop, we look, it'll give us something to go and do. And when we go and do, we'll become even more grateful because we'll become more like those people that he talked about where the people that we look up to who seized opportunities and who made lemons and, you know, made lemonade out of lemons. Um, and so I just love that. Um, and then the last part of it that he, this, this talk was just like full of like really brilliant one-liners. The last thing he says, because he said, if you, if you can become, if you can stop, look and go, you can revolutionize our world. And at first when you hear something like that, you're like, that's kind of a, you know, pie in the sky type of thing to say, but he said, pie in the sky. Yeah. Isn't that an appropriate phrase to use here? Right? I've never heard that. It's okay. A, it's like a, anyway, it's like, you know, <laughs> looking at the world through rose colored glasses. Okay. Wow. <laughs> but anyway, cheesy. You have so many euphemisms aside. He said you can revolutionize the world. He said, because if you're grateful, you're not fearful. If you're not fearful, 
you're not violent. And if you're grateful and you act out of a sense of enough instead of scarcity, what did he say? He said, if you're grateful, you're not fearful. If you're not fearful, you're not violent. And if you're not violent, then you're respectful. So he said, you know, it won't make the world completely equal. But he said the more important thing is that it will it will create equal respect. If everyone can learn to be more grateful, it'll cause this chain of, you know, not being fearful, not being violent, and then being more respectful of other people. Well, that makes sense because when someone is ungrateful and the talk that I was listening to, I don't want to lose my track. When someone is grateful, they accept all of life and they see life as a gift. But the opposite of that, if they don't see life as a gift and they are angry at the world and they are angry at themselves, then they project that on other people. And that's kind of where that respect comes in. Mm -hmm. Like if you are so unsatisfied with your own life, you're going to push that on on other people and just have you know what i'm trying to say yeah you're like you'll just be a garbage person and you'll project oh that garbage on on other people yeah yeah and which is what you were saying like if you don't have this gratitude it's just like almost like this chain reaction of disrespect to everyone and i think that's what we're seeing yeah more and more we live in like a really gratitude deprived world where people are just so angry at each other because we're just all focused on what's wrong and we're not focused on what's right and there's a lot that's right and there's a lot of progress that's been made um, but we're just also focused on what's wrong and that or maybe they're we're, the ones to blame because this is wrong or maybe we're looking at the problem in with scarcity mm-hmm. like we're not looking at it as something that can be fixed you know like we look at it as oh there's all these roadblocks and no one's listening and no one cares you know Mm -hmm. when there's tons of people that do care you know Mm -hmm. so that's that's a whole other topic but um yeah gratitude man (laughs) he argues that we're more grateful than we have been and people are becoming more aware of the importance of gratitude he said it's revolutionizing the very meaning of what a revolution is. It's like normally a revolution is you tip a pyramid upside down where the few that were at the top, all the the many at the bottom are angry and they flip the pyramid upside down because they want to be on top and they want the person that, that was on top to be down in the dirt. And he said it will be, instead of that, it will be a network of grateful people that are able to make the world a more respectful place, which is like, okay, yeah, that's, that's far-fetched. But at the same time, it's, you know, it's maybe not so far-fetched. Like it could, like if people can learn to be more grateful, maybe we don't need to run at the, you know, the, the top of the pyramid with pitchforks and turn the whole thing upside down. Maybe this next revolution can be one of, you know, gratitude and mutual respect, which, you know, maybe it can't happen, but I choose to believe that spreading gratitude can help with that. So, so anyway, world peace. Great ending. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. Well, that's going to be our little rant about gratitude. 
today, tonight. We'll post the link to the TED Talk in the, the description. Page. Oh, in the description. Okay, we'll post it in the description. But yeah, it's really, really good. Highly recommend it. Yeah, well, we hope you guys found this episode uplifting and maybe something that you can apply or just something that you found insightful. Maybe we can encourage someone, encourage everyone to go write something they're grateful for on our latest post on our Instagram page. Yeah, we'd love to hear what you have to say. Yeah, we would love to hear what you're grateful for. Well, we hope you guys have a great rest of your day, a great week, and we will catch you on the next one. A grateful week. We hope you have a grateful week and we'll catch you on the next one.